Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham. It really does perplex me how you expect this to end when you tell the president of the United States, you can't get it. You get one dollar for a wall when in, in the past Democrats have appropriated billions for the wall. What is he supposed to do? Just give in? He's not going to give in. He was a guest on Fox News Sunday. The partial government shutdown is heading into its fourth week. Amongst the evidence recovered from the home of a man who shot and killed a rookie California police officer were two unregistered guns and a letter claiming police have been bombarding him with ultrasonic waves. Police in the city of Davis yesterday released the letter they say was written by Kevin Limbaugh. The 48-year-old killed himself. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager backs the president's conviction. Reality trumps Trump. He had no convictions of which I was aware, and I opposed him vociferously when he was running for the nomination for president. Since he's been president, he has been a man of conservative convictions, the likes of which I have only seen once in my lifetime in a leader called Ronald Reagan. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Up next here on The Patriot, it's the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's the closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Brad Carlson is in studio, ready to go. Tune in every Saturday for the headliner edition with Mitch Berg. And for the best economic insight, tune in to Business 1440. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. for the King Banyan Show, replayed Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. Glad to have you joining us here on The Patriot. We're going to top out in the mid-30s. A low of 27 overnight, cloudy in mid-30s for Monday. Views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network and go launch sequence. Engineering, go flight. Master control, go flight. Studio engineer, go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And uh, feel free to check out our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, like our Facebook page, and you'll keep up on all the activities we have going on. And, oh, yeah, 2019 is going to be a pretty big year for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Well, the first weekend in March, we're going to be celebrating 15 years. Yes, that's right, 15, one, five, 15 years on the air. I've been here for about half of it, seven and a half years. But uh, Mitch Berg, King Banyan, who 
still with the Northern Alliance Radio Network, have been here since day one. And uh, uh, I think Mitch is going to finally get around to scheduling the 10-year anniversary party on the 15th anniversary of the Northern Alliance. I think that's kind of on time. Absolutely. Yeah, that de- that deserves a round of applause. Indeed, indeed. And so uh, I-, I appreciate the guys uh, kind of forming this uh, little sandbox for me to come along. And uh, by the time I came along seven and a half years into the Northern Alliance Radio Network, it was already the proverbial well-oiled machine. So uh, I'm just uh, I- I'm just reaping the benefits, I guess you could say. So as always, we appreciate you tuning in week in and week out as we are continue to dominate weekend conservative talk uh, weekend local talk let's 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 not split hairs weekend local talk the northern alliance continues to dominate here in the twin cities and it's all because of you fantastic listeners so we appreciate it uh, i'm going to kind of divide the show up a little bit today kind of talk about some national issues uh the first hour and then the second hour kind of focus more on local things Obviously, we've heard at the top of the hour of the Salem Radio Network news that uh, the shutdown rages on. I believe we've set a record now. We're, we've surpassed three weeks and of this current uh, federal government shutdown, partial shutdown. To be perfectly honest, because I keep withdrawing taxes out of my paycheck, I don't notice that the government is shut down. I'm just saying. My, they, they, you know, they're still taking their tax dollars out of my paycheck. So I apologize if I don't realize that uh, the federal government is still shut down, but they said so on the news, so I will go with it. But uh, this surpasses the previous record, which I believe was set around 96, 97, uh, 90, uh, excuse me, 1997 time for, or gosh, when was it? Well, it was Clinton was president. So yeah, it was during his uh, second uh, at the end of his first term, maybe early in his second term, like 95, 96. So that would have been with his first term. And that was when he met a certain intern in his office. And because he had a lot of time on his hands because the government shut down, <coughs> I think we know how we, he uh, <clears throat> spent that time. But anyway, so I digress. So we are in a record-breaking shutdown now, apparently. And, of course, the, the big, um, I guess, sticking point in agreeing upon funding to keep the government open is President Trump wants funding for a border fence. It's something he's campaigned on. It's something he's not letting go of. And the Democrats, now that they have control of the House, particularly Speaker Pelosi, said, no, we're not. It's not going to happen. And they did. They just before uh, this new Congress came in, of course, Republicans had uh, control of both the House and Senate uh, just prior to uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And, of course, the question was, well, wait a minute. You have a Republican president, Donald Trump, who wanted a border fence. You had a Republican majority in the House, and you had a Republican majority in the Senate. Why wasn't this done before? And you know what? That That's absolutely a fair question. And something Matt Walsh brought up at the Daily Wire, and, and he was 100% right, is this is classic Republicans, what we're seeing on display right now, is they are digging in their heels. They're willing to keep the government shut down, or at least the president is, if he doesn't get funding for his border fence. And do you notice they never take these hard-line stances when they can actually do something about it? I mean, the classic example, of course, is Obamacare. Obamacare was passed in 2010, and then several months later, the 2010 midterms, Obama lost control of the U.S. House, and the Republicans made a significant dent in the U.S. Senate. And then, of course, in 2014, the Republicans took back the Senate, 
And then in 2016, they maintained control of Congress and got the presidency. And every single election issue, every couple of years, Republicans were talking about getting rid of Obamacare, get rid of Obamacare, get rid of Obamacare. And it was borderline malpractice that on January 20th, 2017, when Donald Trump was sworn in as president of the United States and you had Republicans in the House and Senate, Republican majorities, that they didn't have a repeal measure on Trump's desk day one. And, of course, we all know how that turned out, several months of haggling, and the Senate ended up shooting it down because of three rogue Republican senators. John McCain, of course, uh, was the last to cast his vote, and had he voted for the skinny repeal, uh, Mike Pence would have broken the tie, and then there would have been some sort of repeal measure, but John McCain chose to uh, shoot it down along with, I believe it was Senators uh, Collins and Murkowski were the other ones, other Republican senators. But now, all of a sudden, we wait until there's a Democrat majority in the House, and all of a sudden we want to get tough on border security, funding for the wall. It's ridiculous. You know, and and there's talk now that the president is going to declare a a national emergency. And because he can declare a national emergency, that he can just go ahead and build the border wall. Well, I'm sorry to say that uh, if if the situation is just as perilous today as it was, say, last year, why wasn't it a national emergency declared last year? Or heck, why wasn't it a national emergency declared day one? And for the record, I'm against that because then all of a sudden there's going to be a Democrat president again, and guess what? They're going to declare a national emergency to start taking action against climate change or, quote-unquote, gun control. So this isn't a precedent you want to start. But, again, the, the haggling is all over the border wall, and the president decided to go to McAllen, Texas, last week to give a speech. It, McAllen, Texas is in the Rio Grande River Valley, southwest uh, Texas, and uh, I actually was familiar with McAllen, Texas, because my wife, her uh, first year out of college, first few years out of college, she couldn't find a teaching job here in Minnesota, so she went and was an eighth-grade teacher in McAllen, Texas, Rio Grande River Valley. So she's very familiar with that area and had told me for years what that area was like. And in fact, when she went down to interview for a job down there, she decided to uh, visit Mexico while she was there because it was so close to the Mexican border. So... The president was going to go down there, and of course, obviously, you have a team of media that's going to go down there. And John, I sent you a couple of audio clips. I don't know if you have those uh, up or not. Okay. So the media obviously went in ahead of the president down to McAllen, Texas, to cover his speech down there to talk about it, the need for a border fence. And I've said many times on this show that if there is a pile of excrement for Trump's most fervent detractors to step in, they're going to find it and step in it. It's just, it's a pretty much a foregone conclusion that that's going to happen. And there are none bigger detractors in the media of Trump's than Jim Acosta of CNN. Now, again, I've said also many times in this program, I don't like it when the president calls the media the enemy of the people. Okay? It's, it's inappropriate. And it's just wrong, in my opinion. Are they doing a great disservice to the people, the media? With their bias, most certainly, but to call them the enemy, uh, you know, again, I, I'm not comfortable with that. But again, they seem to go out of their way to try to embarrass Trump and end up stepping on the proverbial rake themselves. So, I got a couple of different audio clips from Jim Acosta. The first one was in McAllen, Texas. He's walking along the border uh, where the president was going to fly in later that day and give his speech, 
And, uh, well, I'll just let you listen to the audio. This is Jim Acosta, CNN White House correspondent in McAllen, Texas. And here are some of the steel slats that the president's been talking about uh, right here. Uh, as you can see, yes, you can see through these slats to the uh, other side of the U.S.-Mexico border. Uh, but as we're walking along here, we're not seeing any kind of uh, imminent danger. There are no migrants trying to uh, rush toward this fence uh, here in the McAllen, Texas area. As a matter of fact, there are some other businesses uh, behind me along this highway. There's a gas station, Burger King, and so on. Uh, but no sign of the national emergency that the president has been talking about. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's pretty tranquil down here. Okay, that's Jim Acosta. Now, again, this is just the audio. This was on his Twitter feed. If you look at the video of this, He's actually walking along the border saying, well, you know, I don't see any migrants coming across. There's no incidents here. Uh, It seems pretty tranquil. Because there's a border fence! I mean, honest to God, he tries to undermine the president's declaration that this is an emergency, that the wall needs to be put up. And he says, well, I'm in a section where he's going to be talking today, and looky here, there's no migrants rushing this fence. I mean, does he not realize the point he's making here and of course he got absolutely dunked on on twitter all basically saying the same thing that thanks for making the case in fact a matter of fact the president when he saw jim acosta like a next day or two even said as much he says oh hey thanks for your help on, uh, pro- on on reinforcing why we need a border fence good job yesterday I, I mean honest to god and then it's not it's bad you know Jim Acosta, he brings it on himself, so I wish I could say I feel sorry for him, but he brought it on himself. And then he went and visited another area of the Texas-Mexico border, and, uh, well, here's what he had to say about that. All right, one last video for the day. Uh, Here we are on the Rio Grande. Uh, There's Mexico on the other side. Uh, On this stretch of the border, we don't see any fence, uh, any wall, uh, nothing along those lines. As a matter of fact, there are people living along the river here. This is an RV park uh, that's right on the river. And uh, yes, as you can see behind me, uh, this is an area where you can play shuffleboard right on the Rio Grande with Mexico on the other side. Okay. So he said, all right, all right, all right. Was that kind of an acquiescence that you got me? Because he's saying, well, notice there's no fence here. So was he kind of acknowledging, okay, okay, yeah, I was at a place with a fence. But here there's no fence. And look at this paradise. There's even an RV park right backed up right to the border. And look, you can play shuffleboard here. Well, uh, somebody who goes by the Twitter handle of Technofog decided to put together a long thread and explain why there's no border fence. He says, okay, I try not to get too autobiographical, but I live five minutes from that RV park, which is entitled Chimney Park. I'm an expert on the area. Let me tell you why there's no fence. For starters, there's nothing on the Mexican side. Less urban density means less cover. Nowhere for smugglers to hide. Also, the Rio Grande is wider and deeper in this section than in other parts. It's a logistical challenge. There's lots of security in this area. The Custom Border Patrol office is 10 minutes away. This section of the Rio Grande is constantly monitored by boats. I circled a gas station six minutes away. They have terrible food, by the way. That's where they fill up the boats. The next-door apartments are full of Custom Border Patrol, ICE, and Texas DPS agents. The location is 10 minutes from the, uh, let me see if I can pronounce this correctly, Anzaldus International Bridge an area of heightened security with a good amount of aircraft-slash-helicopter activity. 
Also, there's a levee just inside the Texas side and an elevated road that goes down to Graneo, Texas, which is three miles away, and it ends at the RV park, but the road continues. The levee road provides great visibility. Customs Border Patrol trucks there constantly. As a final layer of security, Governor Abbott sends lots of DPS troopers to the border. You may see many on the south side of Mission, Texas, near the RV park. They've helped uh, tremendously. So the the, the too-long-didn't-read summation of this, Acosta doesn't understand why there's no fence at the RV park. And it gets worse for him. He was about 25 yards from a boat ramp sometimes used by Customs and Border Protection. He was 50 yards away from a vantage point routinely used by Custom Border Patrol. You can actually see Border Patrol SUVs stationed right next to the RV park in Google Maps. It's a natural observation point at the bend of the Rio Grande. So there you have it. Uh, someone who actually lived in the area and is an expert with the area says, oh, you want to know why well, there's no border fence? And here's what makes it worse for a guy like Acosta. You know, working for CNN, working in the White House, he's in the Washington bubble. So he thinks that he can explain to people, well, there's no fence here and it's very tranquil. You can even play shuffleboard. It must not be very dangerous. Well, yeah, because listen to all of the layers of security that are around that area and how logistically challenging it is to get through. The point is, is there are some areas that are unfenced and there are undeniably hundreds getting through across the border. So this is just another classic example that these media types, they try to own Trump, and when they try to own him, they inevitably step on the proverbial rake. Um, I would be sad for Jim Acosta if it wasn't so entertaining. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Walking like a man, hitting like a hammer, she's a juvenile scam. Never was a quitter, tasted like a raindrop, she's a gifted look. Heavenly bomb, cause heaven's got a number when she's spinning me around. Kissing is a color, loving is a wife. We work hard our entire lives to provide for our families with the hope one day to enjoy our retirement. Our whole lives, we've been told what to do with our investments, and now we're nervous that we may not have enough to live the life we want. Learn to be the best steward of your money. At Online Trading Academy, we offer a free investing class. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone, use keyword OTA, or go to learnwithota.com. If you could do something to protect your family with just 10 minutes effort, would you bother? If something should ever happen to you, that 10-minute effort could mean the difference between hardship and financial security for your loved ones. Life insurance is something most people don't like to think about. Too many people do nothing until it's too late. The reason? People expect it'll be a big hassle. Ethos changes all that. Ethos is modern life insurance for people who don't have the time for fine print, extra doctor's appointments, or hidden fees. Ethos is affordable. It only takes about 10 minutes to apply online. And you'll be taking the first step in ensuring your family has the help they need to maintain the life you're building for them, even if the unexpected happens. Ethos brings you choices that don't require an in-person meeting with an agent. And in most cases, there's no need for a doctor's appointment. 
Ethos, life insurance for the 21st century. Apply online in just 10 minutes. Get a free quote now at getethos.com. That's getethos.com. Getethos.com. Do more than just carry your cell phone. At Patriot Mobile, every call, every text, every post carries a conservative message. Other companies charge you high rates and hidden fees that fund liberal agendas. Switch to Patriot Mobile to save money, plus part of your monthly bill is donated to 17 conservative organizations fighting for your beliefs. Here's Patriot Mobile CEO and Navy veteran Maury Leland. You know, a lot of people, they know where their money goes, but they really don't know what that money is funding. And that's really the difference. You know, people can take sides. They can put their money to work where they want it to work. And that's what we do at Patriot Mobile. Switching to Patriot Mobile is easy. You can keep your number and get the same super reliable nationwide service. With unlimited plans starting as low as $20 a month, why wait? Want to save $30? Visit them online at patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh to get your activation fee waived or mention Hugh when you call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. That's 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Patriot Mobile, carry the message. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280, The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. Welcome back, AM1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as all, for always... Thanks, as always, for tuning into the show. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow. Hey, folks, by the way, uh, in just about 15 minutes, we are going to be joined by author James Robbins. He recently wrote a book entitled Erasing America, Losing Our Future by Destroying Our Past. Looking very much to chatting about this book with uh, Mr. Robbins. And, hey, you want a free copy of this book? You you can get it right now. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Be the first to call in, and you get a free copy. Again, Erasing America, Losing Our Future by Destroying Our Past. Normally, I have you answer a trivia question, make you work for it, but I'm feeling generous today. Call in. If you're the first caller, you get the book. That's all there is to it, and be sure to uh, keep listening as well as uh, uh, Mr. Robbins will be on at one thirty to discuss this book. And by the way, are you a member of the, pay, uh, the Freedom Fan Club as yet? Well, if not, why the heck not? Uh, right now you can register to win the January Book of the Month, Erasing America. So if you're not the first caller, you can still have a chance to win it. Just sign up for the Freedom Fan Club. Uh, you can go over to am1280thepatriot.com, sign up for the fan club, and be eligible to win that fantastic book, again, Erasing America, Losing Our Future by Destroying Our Past. I did want to get to some more national news headlines. This is a story we followed pretty closely several weeks in the aftermath. Of course, the awful tragedy uh, 11 months ago at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, where a gunman went in and opened fire, killing 17 people and injuring seven more. And, of course, the obligatory finger-pointing of the NRA and Second Amendment advocates ensued. Uh, There was a town hall meeting where... The vast majority of the audience was sympathetic to the gun control crowd. You had uh, Dana Lash, 
who is the uh, spokeswoman for the National Rifle Association, and Senator Marco Rubio pretty much were the only ones that were pro-Second Amendment advocates. And you had Sheriff Scott Israel, uh, Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel, because, of course, uh, Parkland High School is in his jurisdiction. Uh, He has since come in under scrutiny after independent investigations have ensued. And Ron DeSantis, who was a Republican candidate for Florida governor this past year in 2018 and ended up being elected, he says one of the things he was going to do when he took office was look to possibly suspend and ultimately terminate Scott Israel as Broward County Sheriff. And that indeed has come to fruition. This is from the CBS affiliate down in Miami. Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis said on Friday afternoon that he has signed an executive order removing embattled Broward Sheriff Scott Israel from office. Uh, Governor DeSantis was at the Broward Sheriff's Office headquarters where he delivered a short statement saying he suspended the sheriff. Uh, DeSantis was joined by parents of victims of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School massacre. I have no interest in dancing on Scott Israel's political grave, DeSantis said. Just suffice to say that the massacre might never have happened had Broward had better leadership in the Broward Sheriff's Department. You have to take into account the multiple failures that occurred that day, and when there are so many levels of failure that occurred that day, you have to look at the leadership as not doing the best it can, said Tony Montalto, whose daughter Gina died in the shooting. Fred Gutenberg, whose daughter Jamie died at uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, said he believes change at the top of BSO will make a difference. He cited flawed decisions made by Israel, like changing an active shooter policy to give deputies discretion on whether to confront an active shooter. Uh, I got to tell you, Reading something like this just makes my blood absolutely boil. And it's not because I'm a Second Amendment advocate, but this idea that the, and courts even ruled this, that law enforcement is under no obligation to protect you with its own firearms, that's that's disgraceful. And then to turn around and blame an organization the only high-profile organization or a high-profile organization that actually works to ensure the utmost safety when handling firearms, i.e. the NRA, to turn around and blame them as if they're culpable in this, what the whole thing was just sickening. And then for media members to use these kids who survived the shooting as a cudgel against the NRA, so, wow. These kids have the ultimate moral authority. Everything that they've went through, uh, certainly they should be able to speak their minds. And then they would, they would just flat out give false statements about the gun lobby and about the NRA. And these adults would let them because it served these media members' agenda. And, and the whole thing just, just, just stunk to high heaven. So, uh, uh, and so this this move had to be made. And what really stood out to me is in the investigation, the independent investigation that took place into the sheriff's office, uh, and this was detailed in the executive order, uh, Governor DeSantis's executive order, uh, Sheriff Israel's deputies interviewed by the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas Public Safety Commission could not remember the last time they attended active shooter training or what type of training they received. Okay? So what we're, what we're hearing here is especially during that town hall meeting, how gun violence was just so out of control. Even before the Stoneman Douglas shooting took place, 
gun violence was at its zenith. It's out of control. We've got to do something. Well, if it's so out of control, why why aren't your deputies taking any kind of active shooter training? Or why has it been so long since there's been any active shooter training if it's so out of control? Or was that just a convenient narrative after the fact? I think we know the answer to that. So this this absolutely uh, had to happen. And oh, by the way, the sheriff, modicum of d- dignity and decorum, you know who he blamed for suspension? Yeah, the NRA. The NRA I mean, that's just your that, that's just your go to uh, scapegoat, right? The NRA that uh, Israel came out and uh, basically said, "Well, there was no wrongdoing on my part," and he says, "Now the NRA controls uh, the governor's actions." Uh, this, this suspension is not about what occurred on February 14th. This was about politics, not about Parkland. Well, call it whatever you want, but when you're justifying the fact that a resource officer, an armed resource officer on the premises does not go in to engage the shooter, and then when your office was slow to respond to the shooting, okay, call it whatever you want, but uh, that just stinks to high heaven. So... Uh, again, this was something that was a uh, long time coming, and we're coming up on the one-year anniversary of this uh, the shooting, so there's no doubt going to be uh, protests. There's no doubt going to be remembrances of it, as, as it should be. I mean, uh, obviously, these were innocent victims that were gunned down for no reason at all, but to direct your anger at an organization who has worked diligently and has worked with the government in establishing some sort of uh, background check system to ensure that guns aren't getting into the hands of the wrong people, to turn around and blame them was always woefully misguided. And you know what? I can never give enough kudos to Dana Lash for going into that den of vipers, that town hall meeting, literally less than a week after the shooting occurred. Emotions were still running very high. And Dana Lash went in there, and she took that verbal abuse. But you know what? She ran with it. And she showed the ultimate class putting out a couple of tweets after this news came out. She said, I'm glad there is some justice given today. And to Sheriff Scott Israel, who tried to blame me and others for his incompetencies, there is so, so much I could say to you and would if I wasn't trying to be a better Christian. Instead, I'm just going to pray for you, genuinely. And then she also noted that 85% of Scott Israel's deputies voted no confidence in him. Parkland parents of every political persuasion stood by the podium cheering the decision. Uh, Israel says this is unjust. Tell that to the 17 families who unjustly lost a loved one. So kudos to Dana Lash. She's a, she's a bigger person than I am. That's all I have to say. Hey, congratulations to Mark in St. Louis Park, the winner of the book Erasing America. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Also use hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions on Twitter. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis. You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com, and here's something you need to know. 
the majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. The colder weather tends to allow for more time to reflect on things. Sometimes we wonder if we're doing the right things, or at least wonder if we're doing the best things. As a business, it is easy to be distracted by the advice of others, the influence of the world's view on how things should be, and certainly by our carnal desires. We pray that as the Kingdom Builders continues, that we would never lose sight of what and who is really important. As we will certainly make mistakes in this endeavor, we trust that the Church, the Word, and the Holy Spirit will guide and direct us back on point. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard. One of the ways we do that is we regularly look to God's Word to examine our hearts and our motives because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.net. Step into Chet's Shoes where good old-fashioned customer service is always in style. Check us out today for a custom fitting and friendly one-on-one assistance. Chet's takes the time to get to know you and your job so that we can find you just the right boot. Our friendly staff knows the products we are selling and will never pressure you to buy anything. We've been finding people the appropriate footwear for over 70 years. In a world where people hide behind avatars and get lost in the aisles of a big box store, find friendly faces at Chet's who know and stand behind the products they sell. That's why if the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here for the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club in Briar Lake. The Horse and Hunt Club is one of the premier sporting facilities in the world. Memberships are available, but sporting plays are open to the public. And don't forget to stop by Triggers for lunch or dinner. Visit horseandhunt.com. Are you self-motivated and creative? Do you believe in the importance of small business? Then call today. We are expanding our team and hiring a multimedia account manager. Call 651-289-4418. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. Welcome back, Camp 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Just a 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag Narn Show, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. As I am closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming, every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, it is the King Banyan Show, your uh, Upper Midwest top show on economics. Oh, what the heck, the country's top show on economics. It's the King Banyan Show, Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. on our sister station, AM 1440. And my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, he's on these very airwaves, AM 1280, The Patriot, from 1 to 3 p.m. on Saturdays. He is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. I am the closer, closing out weekends, Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in as we are approaching 15 years as the Northern Alliance Radio Network, as we continue to dominate all local political talk in the Twin Cities on weekends. And, of course, weekend local talk radio, that's the creme de la creme. That's where it's at. So, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Switching gears now, we want to uh, talk to our first guest, author James Robbins, who recently wrote a book entitled Erasing America, Losing Our Future, by destroying our past, and of course, uh, with the uh, uh, 
Could be a coincidence, maybe not, uh, but with the uh, Donald Trump presidency, uh, people are uh, uh, bringing up things that happened in the past and try to tie them to our, uh, president, uh, our present and therefore uh, trying to eradicate the uh, foundations that this country was built upon without really understanding the complex nature of some of these. So I'm very uh, interested in talking to uh, Mr. Robbins about this particular book. And by the way, uh, again, congratulations to Mark in St. Louis Park. He won a copy of this uh, fantastic book, so hope you enjoy it. And uh, as always, we are honored to have guests on the program. So, uh, James Robbins, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Good to have you on today, sir. Hey, thanks for inviting me. We appreciate your time, sir. Now, uh, just looking at the title of the book, Erasing America, Losing Our Future by Destroying our past. Uh, is that kind of a uh, philosophy that uh, those who forget history are doomed to repeat it, uh, James Robbins? Uh, I think that's part of it. Uh, I think that those who want us to uh, forget our history or reframe our history, uh, they want us to forget all the good things about it. Now, they do want us to remember all the bad things. Of course. In fact, they want to reframe our entire history in terms of, you know, the United States being uh you know, racist, imperialist, capitalist uh, country and all this. Of course, for them, capitalism is a bad word. But uh, yes, exactly. They just want to change it so that all we remember the bad things. What would you say, if if you could maybe pinpoint a a situation or maybe a a defining moment, for lack of a better phrase, of what really has turn these people out. I mean, I know you cite examples such as uh, uh, removing statues, removing uh, memorials uh, to the Confederacy or whatnot. What would you say is kind of the defining moment that really got these people rank up? Because, I mean, these things have been around forever. The history has been revealed, and yet it's only now that people are raising objections to these, uh, James Robbins? Oh, well, sure. You know, the whole rebel statue thing is just a starting point for them because they go from there to the Founding Fathers, uh, to the flag, to the national anthem. They can find something wrong with practically anything in our past. I really think it started sometime in the 1960s when historical revisionism became a fad, and then it infiltrated into schools and uh, into curricula, and now it's kind of the standard thing that you find taught at schools is this America-hating ideology. Do you feel that this is a, uh, obviously, this, there has been a culture war going on for, for some time, uh, do you feel with everything that has kind of been uh, infiltrated, and as you alluded to, the 60s, where a lot of those uh, people were college students protesting on campuses, burning different things, are now the professors, tenured professors at universities. Are we past a point of no return, or is this, uh, or do you believe this is still a culture war worth fighting, uh, James Robbins? Oh, well, it's definitely worth fighting. I mean, preserving all the good things about America, that's what makes our country great. That's what keeps us strong. And uh, we see a reaction to it. I mean, you mentioned President Trump earlier, and uh, he's definitely not in the mold of people who want to talk down America. Uh, well, I think one of the great things about President Trump is how positive he is. He's a real booster for America. And why not? We're still the greatest country in the world. We should remember that. Obviously, uh, speaking of President Trump, obviously with uh, the government shutdown that's taking place, the point of contention, at least in the president's mind, is obviously the lack of funding 
for a border wall at the at the uh, uh, America Mexico border, and that's something he campaigned on, and he's working hard to fu- ultimately get funded. And the argument you hear from the other side typically is, "Well, this country was built on immigrants. This is what has uh, made this country great." And now he's trying to shut off the inflow of immigrants, and there kind of seems to be a real detachment of how of immigration and how what people coming here in the past and how they tried to assimilate as opposed to now where it that doesn't seem to be as high a priority james robbins oh absolutely not Uh, the difference between now and 100 years ago is that 100 years ago proponents of immigration were also proponents of assimilation yes even among the immigrant groups they were some of the biggest america boosters people who would wave the flag i mean these were the immigrants who came and did that and every immigrant group tried to bring in people who would then become part of the american experiment whereas today with identity politics and the divisions that some political actors benefit from by keeping those divisions they try to bring people in and keep them separate and they are against the traditional american narrative and that's a big problem what about uh, you know we mentioned a little bit at the outset a lot of the uh, folks back in the 1960s who were college students protesting uh, various things on college campuses the anti-establishment crowd I guess you could say are now uh, within our uh, universities and we've seen what's gone on in the universities where now if you have a conservative speaker come onto campus just to maybe share their thoughts and opinions that suddenly they want to completely shield the students from even hearing the other side I mean uh, is it I, w- I can't help but think, is there a legitimate fear that they might get exposed to other ideas and they might realize that the jig is up, James Robbins? Oh, absolutely. It, it's terrible when you think about the traditional mission of a university, which is to expose people to all kinds of thinking. And particularly when they, you know, they really emphasize diversity, but that doesn't include intellectual diversity. Mm-hmm. If anything, they want to stamp out intellectual diversity. So... Um, the counterculture people have become the culture. They've become the establishment. And when they talk about, you know, a climate of fear on a campus or something like that, if you want to experience hate on a college campus, put on a Make America Great Again hat and walk across it. Then you'll experience hatred on campus. There's no racial hatred or anything like that, but there's definitely a hatred of conservatives. And this is this is the thing that really just just takes me aback. Is it is you know as you alluded to, and people have put viral videos out there where you have, you know, almost as a social experiment, someone wearing a Make America Great Again hat, and they walk you say near the Berkeley campus or one of these other far left campuses, and how they're initially verbally accosted and physically accosted. It, it it's almost as if those who are perpetrating these assaults and these uh, physical confrontations, they almost feel justified in conveying this. I mean, they are they are that brainwashed that they feel that the ideology that's put forth by Trump and perhaps his supporters uh, has to be stamped out. It's it, it's it scares me, James Robbins. They feel justified in doing this. Oh, they feel totally justified in doing it and not just shouting at people, but even in uh, committing violence against people. There was an editorial, I cite this in my book, an editorial in the uh, Wellesley College newspaper, Hillary Clinton's alma mater, Mm -hmm. uh, in which they say, oh, we're totally for free speech here, but if people aren't going to listen to our free speech, you know, progressive free speech, uh, then we have every right to intimidate them and to stamp them out. Like, okay, yeah, that's really free speech. 
I was going to say that, and and the and the uh, and the deep irony in that is 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 that Donald Trump is the fascist trying to set up a police state, and yet the uh, tactics in which they engage in themselves uh, seems to me that they uh, have a very uh, narrow definition of what uh, what fascism is. James Robbins. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's uh, it's Orwellian the way that progressives talk about these things. I mean, their version of free speech and tolerance is stamping out anyone who disagrees with them. Uh, that's what they call tolerance. And, you know, Donald Trump, the guy who's just offering a different point of view, uh, becomes, yeah, the fascist stormtrooper when, in fact, they're the ones who are committing violence against people who simply have different ideas. And I, I'm sure you've probably seen several polls, and I don't know if you've maybe cited some of these in doing the research for your book, but uh, how freely uh, people will throw out the term Nazism or, or, you know, well, they did it with George W. Bush, compared him to Hitler and Donald Trump to Hitler. That's the in vogue thing. It's comparing uh, someone right of center to, to Hitler, and yet there's a, a poll that I think millennials today, the majority, don't even really have an understanding of Auschwitz. And that, to me, is kind of the uh, veritable tragedy in this. If they had any concept, any understanding of what went on there, they wouldn't throw that word around so cavalierly, James Robbins. Oh, I completely agree with you. I mean, after all, it was the greatest generation of America that helped defeat Nazism. And when Donald Trump talks about making America great again and, and harkens back to those days... Well, those were not days of fascism. Those were days of defeating fascism and standing up for freedom. And the progressives really have, I mean, they have no concept of history per se. They don't really know about it. They don't care about it. And they shouldn't because any study of history shows that all of their ideas have been tried and all of them are bankrupt. And so they want to avoid history at all costs. I mean, you don't have to go into history even. You can just look at Venezuela if you want to talk about socialism and the effects of progressivism where people are eating their pets, mm. you know. Uh, <laughs> it's no wonder to, uh, that they try to shy away from that now. They try to say, oh, Venezuela is not the model, whereas five years ago they said it was. So, yeah, they don't want to look at history because all of history teaches that they are wrong. Once again, we are joined by author James Robbins. He, the author of the book, which we're discussing, uh, Erasing America, Losing Our Future by Destroying Our Past. Uh, Mr. Robbins, we have about a minute or so to go. Uh, if you could uh, share with our listeners uh, where they can pick up this fine book. I imagine uh, Amazon, many of your fine bookstores, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Amazon is the place to go. And uh, you could probably pick it up anywhere online or maybe Barnes & Noble. But I think Amazon is probably the easiest way to get it. James Robbins, we appreciate uh, your time joining us today. Uh, thank you for uh, your research and putting together this uh, fantastic book. Like I say, we've been uh, promoting it this month as our January Book of the Month, Erasing America, Losing Our Future by Destroying Our Past. Appreciate your time today, sir, and uh, have a great rest of your weekend. Okay, thanks. Thanks for having me on. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. One final segment coming up this hour. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952 952- 
952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's W-O-W-1-1 to 88988. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Welcome back, Cam. Twelve eighty, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Me, Brad Carlson. My blog is bradcarlson.org. I also do some writing over at uh, True North. Look, truenorth.com. It's your center right hub for conservative political thought here in the Upper Midwest. And we're here to take your phone calls six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. That is the number to call. And again, we appreciate uh, James Robbins for uh, giving us a call. Uh, he sounded like he was on a runway at an airport, for crying out loud. I don't know what that was all about, but uh, God bless him. He made it work, and we appreciate his time. And again, his book entitled Erasing America. And again, we did give away our one free copy we had. It is our January book of the month. But right now, you can win. You can have an opportunity to win that book just becoming a member of the Freedom Fan Club. Yes, it's all the perks of a rewards card with none of the hassle. The AM1280 The Patriot Fan Club. So just go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on Fan Club, and you will have pre-sale access to tickets, exclusive content, prizes, and more. Uh, what are you waiting for? If you're listening to this show, I mean, it's just 
just get signed up, you know, and you'll stay up on all of the activities we have going on. And it's, uh, sounds like there's a lot in store for uh, for 2019. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. I know that's cryptic, but uh, that's really all I'm going to say about it. I uh, do want to finish up this final hour, our first hour, final segment of this first hour. Only got about five minutes to go. I did write about a little bit about this at bradcarlson.org regarding uh, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Of course, she a member of the U.S. Supreme Court. Good news is Justice Ginsburg is cancer-free, and this is from the New York Post. And her recovery from surgery is on track, but she will miss a second week of oral arguments next week, the court announced on Friday. Her recovery from surgery is on track, said court spokeswoman Kathy Arberg, according to CNBC. Uh, Post-surgery evaluation indicates no evidence of remaining disease and no further treatment is required. Ginsburg, age 85, had surgery in Manhattan on December 21st to remove two cancerous nodules from her left lung and was released on Christmas Day. She already missed three days of arguments this week, the first time in her 25 years on the bench. She has had two previous battles with cancer, colon cancer in 1999 and pancreatic cancer in 2009, but didn't miss any court during that time. Wow. I'll tell you, if I'm in half that good, or if I have a half that tenacity when I'm 85 years old, God bless her. That's, that's fantastic. But of course, because the Supreme Court is so politicized and because the two picks that Trump made for the Supreme Court the hearings, the confirmation hearings have been so contentious. You can imagine the progressives were, had the proverbial lump in their throat or the proverbial mess in their britches, I guess you could say, uh, over the prospects of losing this leftist icon in Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I'll be honest with you. Um, I am the, the prospects of Ruth Bader Ginsburg stepping down and thus uh, Trump giving the opportunity to replace her, I'm not exactly looking forward to what would be undoubtedly unhinged progressive lunacy if that happened. I mean, Gorsuch, it was one thing. He was replacing Antonin Scalia. Antonin Scalia was probably the most legal, the most uh, conservative member of that court, the, probably the top legal constructionist. Okay, and Gorsuch was kind of cut out in that mold, and that's why the Democrats were so stupid to filibuster Gorsuch, because they had no options when a second vacancy came about when Anthony Kennedy retired, because then Trump put forth Brett Kavanaugh, and the leftists, good for their word, did everything they could to try to stop Brett Kavanaugh, and it wasn't good enough. Well, Brett Kavanaugh, it was bad enough that Kavanaugh was replacing a swing vote because they looked at Kavanaugh as, you know, someone, uh, a conservative member who's going to over- vote to overturn Roe versus Wade. And, of course, his ruling on Planned Parenthood kind of um, shot down that notion. But this idea that Trump not only would get a third pick for the Supreme Court, but a chance to replace the leftist icon in Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I mean, seriously. It would make the Kavanaugh hearings look downright dignified in comparison. I mean, it you know because I have a radio talk show, it would be a, definitely a news story to cover, and we would cover it. But to actually have to see these people, I mean, I'm I'm sorry, I I'm no psychologist, but some people were mentally broken after the Trump election. They were 
No civilized, rational human beings act like some of these people acted after Trump was elected and then subsequently inaugurated. They just don't. And then the way they acted during the Kavanaugh hearings, I mean, after Kavanaugh was ultimately confirmed, you had people, I mean, it looks like, they look like my my dog trying to scratch to come into the house. You know when the dog gets on its hind legs and scratches on the door, can you let me in, let me in? These people were doing this to these big, huge doors trying to get into the Supreme Court chambers after Kavanaugh was confirmed. I, I can't even imagine what would happen if Ruth Bader Ginsburg stepped down and Trump got the opportunity to replace her. Now, uh, she hasn't been, you know, as, I, as, as we've been reading here, she hasn't been in the greatest of health for the past few years. In fact, when it appeared the Democrats were going to lose the majority in the U.S. Senate in the 2014 midterms, there were rumors that Ginsburg was encouraged to step down so as to afford then-President Barack Obama the opportunity to replace her with a reliable leftist judge. Well, now, Ginsburg is still on the bench, and the Republicans, not only do they have the White House, they are holding the majority in the Senate. Uh, they hold the majority in the Senate, and they changed the rules with the Gorsuch pick to where only 51 votes can end a filibuster. Well, right now, Republicans have 53 members. So you, you would think they'd be able to cobble together 51 of those 53 members to end debate on a Supreme Court nominee if, if that comes to fruition. So basically, Trump almost has carte blanche regarding a potential replacement for Ginsburg should she retire. So here's a prediction. Here's a prediction I have for you. If Ruth Bader Ginsburg chooses to step down this year, there will be, I guarantee you, there will be a veritable mob outside her residence imploring her to remain on the bench. And the shrieks where you, you hear is like, you can't step down. Lifetime appointment is life means lifetime appointment. Seriously. That that's that's the most common refrain you'll hear is lifetime appointment means lifetime appointment. You have to stay literally until you die. And and it will no doubt come from a frothing bunch of progressives. And as I've said many times in this monologue, It'll make the disgusting spectacle of the Brett Kavanaugh hearings appear downright dignified in comparison. Again, that's a prediction. I hope I'm wrong. Godspeed to uh, Justice Ginsburg that she may remain in good health. Ladies and gentlemen, hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming back in mere moments right here. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Go nowhere. Turn all of the lights on over Message and data rates may apply. Earning your degree from one of the top business schools in the country might sound impossible to fit into your workload. But what if there were a business degree that furthered your career and gave you access to world-renowned faculty, leaders, and mentors, all on your schedule? One that opened doors to some of the most influential CEOs, tech companies, law firms, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders. And what if you could earn that degree in as little as 16 months, 100% online? To find out more, text GRANT. To 79645. That's G R A N T to 79645. Start your online MBA, information management, or business analytics master's program from the W.P. Carey School of Business at Arizona State University today. Learn more about the W.P. Carey Business Graduate Programs online. Text GRANT to 79645. That's G R A N T to 79645.
So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need morehair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need morehair.com. Did you know that 45% of consumers look at your online reviews, comments, and feedback to decide if they want to do business with you and your company? I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, and I want to introduce you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for your local business. Salem Surround can help your company get the most out of their online reviews and reputation. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. Do you long for something better? Family Innovations wants you to know that you can have a better marriage, better relationships, a better view of yourself and the world around you. Family Innovations was created to provide counseling with healing and freedom for everyone who comes to them. Whether you are seeking guidance through a difficult season or freedom from a past trauma, they are the beginning of something better. There is a location near you, so contact FamilyInnovations.com. FamilyInnovations.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station.